0: Welcome to the High Profit Event Show. My name is Rudy Rodriguez, founder of the Virtual Event Sales Team and WeMan Coaching Worldwide. We provide world-class sales support services with integrity, and on this podcast we interview successful event leaders and service providers that have led or supported profitable events online and off. Each episode will run for about 20 to 30 minutes, so stay tuned. Hi, welcome to the show. Today, we have a special guest, Mr. Joshua B. Lee. Welcome to the show, sir.
1: Rudy, I appreciate it, man. Excited for the conversation today.
0: Me too, man. Me too. I am eager and excited to discover more about how you've been using LinkedIn, uh, really become the master of LinkedIn <laughs> to help uh, event leaders to generate leads and have profitable events. Um, I want to share a couple quick bio points uh, about you real quick for our audience. For so those of you who haven't uh, gotten a chance to meet you yet. Um, some people call you the dopamine dealer of LinkedIn. <laughs> okay. uh, because yeah, over 20 years, you have built over 16 businesses, you, you've you written several books, um, and you're a proud father, right, which you and I talked about extensively. Uh, but you have some pretty notable things that you've done uh, in your career, you, you work with clients like MySpace, like you knew
1: Tom from MySpace.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I do remember Tom back in the day. Yeah, no, it's, it's been, a, it's been a bit, but yeah, that usually ages me enough for everyone. Cause they usually don't guess my age when they say, when you say MySpace, they're like, okay, how old is this guy? So yeah.
0: Yeah. You don't look it, man. <laughs> um, but yeah, you've worked with pretty big clients like MySpace, Google. Uh, I mean, you've driven, um, a lot of a lot of revenue and a lot of leads through uh, a lot of advertising platforms, and um, you know, recently you've uh, really specialized in leveraging LinkedIn to uh, build deep, authentic connections, uh, working with a variety of uh, thought leaders and influencers, including uh, the likes of Tony Robbins, uh, John Maxwell, uh, Strategic Coach, Baby Back- Bathwater, The Genius Network, Maverick. So. Uh, you my friend have been around the block and you have a lot to share with us today so I'm really excited to turn it over to you
1: no Rudy <laughs> I appreciate that man thank you so much you know we're I told you I was gonna I want to make sure I showed up today and really brought as much as possible because I mean like dude I mean this is we're all here to be able to really change this world and be able to really add value to it and I think that's the biggest thing right like and when people look at LinkedIn right I mean look dude, I wasn't on LinkedIn, you know, initially, you know, I've been on it for a long time, but not really on it, right? When I look back at my career, like you said, working with companies like MySpace and things like that, I've been around just because I actually helped them design one of the first social media ads to monetize their traffic, right? That most social media is based off of today. When you look at those ads, that was in that beginning stage. And I realized there's a huge difference between traffic and actually true engagement. And I think one of the biggest things for me is when I went through a reset in my life about nine years ago was not just how do I monetize everything because that that's great but it's hollow at the same time but how do we actually educate inspire and draw in our audience to have them choose to be able to work with us and I mean LinkedIn's one of those platforms I think everyone misses out on they go oh well that's where I go I go get a job right I put my resume on there but it's massively shifted and for everyone listening right now Some of the biggest things I want you to pay attention to before we talk about leveraging LinkedIn events, because I think it's the one thing that most people have heard about, but don't know really how to be able to do it the right way. Because we talk about LinkedIn. Let me give a couple stats for everyone here, right? The reason why we're on LinkedIn, why we do so much, and we're able to go through and leverage it at the way we are, is because of the audience. Most of my clients that we work with, I mean, they're men and women, as you kind of heard, that I used to read their books on how to be able to start my own companies years ago. And today I get to help them build advocates first and allow that byproduct to become clients. And that's what we want our events. We want advocates first, right? To be able to come in and be excited, to be able to learn about what's going on. But we don't just want anyone. Like our clients usually have high-end products or services, Rudy, that range anywhere from $5,000 all the way up to $50,000 monthly items, right? Being able to go through. That audience isn't everywhere. I mean, one of the biggest things that I can continue to be able to see is like on LinkedIn, when we talk about the audience, Four out of five people on that platform are business decision makers, right? Next, when I look about that, so I've got someone that can make a decision. Next, fifty percent or more of that audience has a college degree or higher, so we're talking about an educated audience. So now they're they have the ability to buy. They're educated enough to make the decision. What's the last piece of it? Do they have the opportunity? Do they have the disposable income to be able to afford our services? Well, when I look at the different platforms, Rudy, honestly, ma'am. Last time I looked, right, um, and this is more so for the U.S. When we look at it, right, average income from something like Twitter, it's around forty-eight thousand dollars a year. Average income around Facebook, it's around sixty-four thousand dollars a year. LinkedIn, now I've had all kind of guesses and stuff like that, but the average income on LinkedIn is around one hundred twenty-one thousand dollars a year, almost double the other platforms. So, like for me. I look at that as a trifecta, right? I've got someone that can make the decision, have the money to be able to do it, and educated enough to be able to know what they're buying. right? That's huge, especially when we're talking about high-end products and services. So how do we get them in there, right? Well, one of the biggest things that we talk about are LinkedIn events. It's not just creating an event, but how do we actually do it the right way that actually people show up? We've been doing events for years with our clients, but it's really about not just running an event, and most people do it from their personal page, but how do you actually do it? Where I can run an event, get anywhere from with most of our clients, man, we're getting anywhere every single month, anywhere from let's say two to three hundred people to show up, or register, I should say, all the way up to a thousand people every single month. Think about that. If you're running an event and you can have anywhere from two hundred to a thousand new people every single month, you're not just doing affiliate, you know, and being able to trade off different email lists. Like we've all done that. Half the time, these email lists, they're all the same people. Right, we're just trading back and forth the same emails, right? So on LinkedIn, we're actually garnishing a new audience and being very tactical on how we actually get a hold of them. So let me do this. Let me share and be able to go through y'all. And you know, and I'll I'll drop a couple other pieces too, just for everyone to understand. Like LinkedIn, it was purchased by Microsoft a couple of years ago for twenty six point two billion dollars cash, one of their largest cash purchases. So market, Microsoft is one of the biggest investors in LinkedIn because they own it, right? And Microsoft's been around for a long time. What's something else that Microsoft has invested in recently? I mean, everyone's talking about it. AI is everywhere. Microsoft did a $10 billion investment, y'all, into OpenAI, and they are highly, highly leveraging and indexing everything on LinkedIn for OpenAI. So this is why you want your events on there, because not only are we talking about the SEO ability of LinkedIn, which Google highly indexes LinkedIn like crazy. So your events not only show up on LinkedIn, but on Google as well. Now we're going to see in the next movement of the future, AI is going to start being able to go through there, and they're going to be highly, highly leveraging all the content that's on there. And you want your event on there and you want your your own profile and your own personal brand and your own business brand to be able to show up on that platform. All right, man. So I told you I was going to kind of walk everyone through these events. So let me share my screen and kind of show everyone a little bit about what we're talking about with LinkedIn events, right? Because like for me, it kind of goes through. So you've got your main LinkedIn page here. So when we're looking at this, y'all, what you want to be able to do is go down to the left-hand side and look at events, right? So LinkedIn events
0: here, creating event. You definitely want to have your... Yeah. Quick, for our audience who are listening in right now. Uh, oh,
1: I'm not doing very well on my
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, just a reminder that we're going to include a link to the video uh in the show description. So if you want to watch and follow along, you're welcome to click on that link. So go ahead, keep going. Bro. No,
1: thanks, Rudy. I appreciate that. Y'all, I apologize for everyone just listening to audio. Make sure you click on that link. But yeah, on the left-hand side of your LinkedIn page, and I'm going to be much more visual with my words now. Um, it's going to be a little things that says groups, right? You want to hit the plus sign next to the groups. What that does, it allows you to be able to have a create an event page. Now you have the ability to be able to come up with an upload a cover, right? don't just upload something, right? Like take time, use Canva to be able to create an amazing cover, but this is not what the events are all about, right? Being able to create a good event is about being able to describe it the right way. Now for LinkedIn, most people, when you see it on here, it has an organizer tab. And this is where most people kind of throw the wrong way to be able to go, right? If you're an entrepreneur in this world, if you have a LinkedIn profile page, I hope you have a company page as well too. If you do not have a company page, the first thing that you want to do is create a company page, right? 80% of all B2B leads out of across all social media comes from LinkedIn. So if you're not leveraging a LinkedIn business page, you're missing out on the biggest portion of some of the biggest leads that are out there across LinkedIn right now. So when we're talking about this as an organizer, I want to make sure it's not just me that's organizing it. I want my company to be the organizer of the event. And I'm going to show y'all a reason why in a little bit, because it's really, really important for the pre and post nurture sequences that you're going to want to do for your events. So when we're talking about that, we want to make sure our company page is the organizer. We want to make sure there's different ways of you do it. You can do it online or in person. We personally, we don't, we do online events. We have run this for online events when we were running um, with Strategic Coach for Dan Sullivan. We were doing a lot of strategic road shows with in-person events. But for the average person, you're not doing a lot of live events, right? You can 100% do it, but for this specific thing, we'll talk about online. Event formats on LinkedIn, you have LinkedIn audio events, very similar to Clubhouse in the past. They work pretty well. You got a LinkedIn Live, and then you also have external event links. I personally, the way that we leverage it for our elite clients is the external event link, right? I'm driving to a Zoom or something like that. So you want to be able to select that external link event. You want to have your event name being able to go through, and we'll just grab one that I have in here, right? You know, again, this is the amazing thing, you know, make sure you use something. If you're not an amazing copywriter being able to go through, cool thing, that, where are we living right now, right? We've got AI, we've got ChatGPT, we've got Jasper to be able to go through and help us really workshop amazing titles to be able to really draw in the right audience. You know, you select your time, you get your start date. Now for us, what we do, Rudy, is we actually go through and we also do our events anywhere from four to six weeks out. Because with each event, we have up to a thousand invites per speaker on that event that they can send out on a weekly basis. So we wanna give ourselves time between every event to be able to build up that list of opportunity that we're going through to draw in for the event. So four to six weeks out is what we usually look to be able to do when we're running event. Now, time-wise and day, we haven't seen that much, but remember LinkedIn is a business platform. Again, if y'all know me, You're going to know I say there's no B2B or B2C, right? Business to business or business consumer. I mean, those are just ways to diversify ad spend. Everything's h to h human to human, because every company is run by another human being. But for this scenario, it is a business platform. So I personally don't run events on Mondays or Fridays, you know, or even weekends, right? I'm looking at Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday. I'm sorry, Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday to be able to really run the event, because that's the optimal time that we continue to be able to see people show up. At the same time, us personally for our clients, we usually run our events in the middle of the day. We're not running it at night or first thing in the morning too early because I wanna make sure the people that are showing up are intentional about being there and being able to show up for the event. Just from our personal experience of what we see from LinkedIn, it works the best way. So being able to go in there, you don't have to really add an end time and being able to set the dates up but you want to be able to kind of go through and add your external link, right? You want to drop a Zoom link in so everyone can be able to find out how to be able to join. There's lots of different things. You don't have to use Zoom. Um, we've had different clients that have their own event links. We have other clients that drop to Jeans by Verizon. There's lots of different ways to be able to run this event. Whatever your external link is, this is where you can drive it. Now, Rudy, this is the biggest thing I think most will miss out on. Right here, when you run as a company page, we can use the LinkedIn regeneration, registration form. Now, what I'm doing is I'm not only registering all these people on a weekly basis into my event, I'm now getting their first name, last name, and email address. And I'm going to tell you all, this is the opportunity, right? Now, not only are we registering people for our event every single month to be able to come to our webinar, but at the same time, I'm now building up my email list of new opportunity every single month by hundreds of people, new people every single month. That's a massive opportunity, right? Now I can nurture sequence those people pre and post event to be able to make sure and continue to be able to actually convert them, even if they don't convert the event at the same time. Now, you have to be able to drop a, you know, your privacy policy in here, y'all. Everyone should be able to have it. If you have one, you can kind of go through and drop one in. This is one of our clients. And then you want to write a description. Description, same thing, right? It wants to be compelling. If you're running events, you know how to be able to drop the same as... You don't have to create something new. How are you describing your event already? How are you drawing your ideal audience in, right? Are you making about them first, not just about your event? Are you making the details in the description of your event about the outcome? Remember, the biggest thing I want you all to be able to pay attention to is as human beings, we don't make decisions based on, on being indifferent to something. We make decisions based on being some degree of love or hate, right? The biggest problem i see in this world when we're creating content people are creating events they're not polarizing enough to be able to draw on the right audience and speak into their audience right they're they are just creating indifferent content and what you're doing is you're just wasting not only your time creating the event you're actually wasting time with the, pe- the people that are going to be reading it and that's the one resource we don't get back so when you're describing your event make sure it's polarizing make sure it's talking to your right audience and it has a hook and a, and a line to be able to really draw them in and talk about the outcomes, right? As it beings, we make emotional decisions. So what's the emotional outcome of what they get? Just to say someone's gonna save money is great, but what's what's saving money or what's getting more clients or what's whatever your product or services or what your event is about, what's the emotional tie that they get outside of that? Right. That's what really drives someone in to make a decision to sign up for your event, to choose to be at your event, rather than the other 10,000 ones that are gonna teach someone how to make Seven figures in, in two months, right? We see those people all the time. They, they stand by the fake um <laughs> Ferraris and stuff like that. Um, so once we have a description, right, I'll drop one in here to be able to see. For so y'all to be able to see, it doesn't really matter because I'm going to delete this. Here's another key piece, Rudy. For the speaker aspect, you want to be able to go in. Like for me, uh, I'm creating an event. I want to make sure I'm a speaker. Now, what I love about this is I mentioned earlier, y'all, that Every single person gets up to a thousand invites every single week. So the more speakers you have, the more opportunity to be able to draw in a bigger audience. So for us, whenever we're doing an event, we're going to have multiple speakers, and then we're going to go through and train them on how to be able. To, and I'm going to show everyone here real soon how to be able to do those events on a regular basis. Not only to be able to do get the invites, but for LinkedIn to boost the visibility of your event to more people that you don't have to invite at all to. and they're doing the work for you so you always want to add a couple different people in there for me today so i'm not notifying anybody i'll just drop myself in here so we're going to hit next it creates the page now it will create a post this creates your event creates your post you want to create a post for that event being able to go through don't worry about it right now we're just running this as a test so when i go through and do the post here it says invite your connections that you do the post, now you're able to actually go through. This is important. I said that we have a thousand people that we can actually go through and invite every single week, Rudy, but you don't want to be able to just do a thousand in one day. What LinkedIn's looking for is to be able to go through and be able to see gradual progression of your event. There's continued visibility of your event going on and on. And the more they do that, the more they will highlight your event in their feed and to other people that are looking for these specific things. So, what we do is we go through and invite up to 100 people every single day for Monday through Friday, right? So, we're doing five, we're going through to be able to go through and invite, I'm sorry, 200 people being able to go through Monday through Friday. So, 200 people each day, we're going through to show that progression and we're teaching each one to be able to do it. Now, I want to be honest, y'all, when this comes up, and I know the people that are listening right now, you're going to see a whole list of all your connections that are on here. That's great. And it's exhausting to be able to go through and click every single person. There's different filters that you can go through from location to current company to school to industry. And so, like, let's say I want to make sure I want to talk to everyone in the marketing and advertising industry. I can actually select that and then get specific results to be able to make sure that connections that I'm trying to get a hold of are in that specific industry. And then there's a select all button now that wasn't there before. So now I can actually go through and hit that button. It only says fifty three. The cool thing about it is you have to wait for it to load to be able to kind of go through, and then you can actually kind of go through and keep scrolling down, y'all, to be able to get more people that are going into it, unselect, and then go back in, and now I have more people to invite. So we're doing this on a weekly basis. Now, the the other amazing thing is, because you have multiple speakers doing this at the same time, there's gonna be a lot of first and second degree, and sometimes third degree connections on there. Every single person that's going to your event you now have the ability, because on LinkedIn prior, you can only send a direct message unless it's in mail, which has cost you money to be able to do. You now can actually send a message to every single person that is actually registered for your event. And that's one thing you want to be able to do, right? A week before, just like if we were doing the email, we want to reach out, everyone that signs up. One of the biggest things that I think most people forget about is to appreciate the people that are coming to their event, especially on a platform like LinkedIn, because. Look, we all get emails. Dude, I, I've probably got my emails logged off right now, but I've probably got 500 emails just in the time that I've been hanging out with y'all and talking to Rudy, right? Being able to go through. We get spammed all the time. The cool thing on LinkedIn is we can actually go through and send them our messages. The first thing we want to do is say, hey, Rudy, I noticed you signed up for LinkedIn Mastery 12, man. I just want to reach out and say thank you. Thank you is an amazing, powerful word, y'all, to be able to, to create a stopgap in someone's pattern. Because the human... Algorithm online, which I think is the more powerful algorithm, any other algorithm out there. I don't care if you're talking about LinkedIn or Facebook or Instagram. It's the one algorithm that doesn't change or shift. It just evolves over time. And the human algorithm of being online is to like, comment, share, post. Like, comment, share, post. Right. And so when you create that stopgap of appreciation, appreciating someone for something they take for granted, it creates a stopgap in their pattern, allows them to be able to hear us. Hey, Rudy, I know you signed up for the event, man. I just want to take two seconds out and say thank you. We're not pitching, we're not going farther. We're just asking that, right? And then being able to remind them the day before and then being able to send them a message an hour before that, right? Being able to set these tactics a week before, thinking them when they sign up, a week before, the day before, and then an hour before. It allows us to be able to have usually, if not 50 to 60% show up rate for our events. And so that's the biggest thing I want people to pay attention to, right? You're using a different medium to get a new audience, to be able to leverage multiple speakers and to be able to get their email and be able to nurture sequence them, not only on email, but also on LinkedIn as well, too. So these are the ways that we're leveraging LinkedIn events on a regular basis. Now, look, I'm not going to tell you it's easy. It takes time. You need to have someone dedicated on your team to be able to go through and do this. But when you do it right, it will consistently show up and bring the right people every single time to your event and create massive, massive opportunity for you. So that's some of the things we're talking about at events, Rudy. What do you think? Any questions so far?
0: One comment. Wow. Please.
1: <laughs> Thank you.
0: Wow. Um, I'll just share a couple of my quick takeaways uh, while we're top of mind now. One, I love the statistics you shared about the LinkedIn platform. Uh, I think you said 121,000 average income, almost double that of other social platforms. So it makes sense that you know you're able to be in a market where people are already financially qualified. And the education piece you mentioned, um, uh, I forgot the exact number, but the majority of people having a uh, higher,
1: higher,
0: yeah. higher, right? So yeah, from an enrollment perspective, sales perspective, like those are criteria that it's neat to know that by default, you are already getting that when marketing and promoting on a platform. The other thing I took away from this, um just how well organized your methodology is. I'm clearly, you're the expert uh, in LinkedIn and also um, how professional the promotion strategy can be. Uh, within the LinkedIn platform so it's not occurring is like salesy spamsy you know that kind of thing uh which I think is very important for the listeners of this podcast is how do you be professional and and effective right um so yeah I'm going to definitely go back and listen to this and watch the video uh several times um and you know I'd love to hear anything else that you want to share with us around how to you know have the best or the most profitable impactful event possible uh using yeah. LinkedIn
1: I mean, look, Rudy, let's just be 100% honest, right? Like it's not just about setting up an event. If you haven't taken the time out to be able to do some of the basics on LinkedIn, don't put this strategy into play, right? Like I gave y'all the end of what you do after being able to build your personal brand because LinkedIn is a platform that you want to be able to stand out. It allows that human to human, right? Personal brands are more important than ever before. I mean, and when we talk about personal brands being able to resonate, right? Like if I went through Rudy and I said, Unless you're a car person, right? If I said Mercedes, Porsche, and Tesla, usually only one name comes to mind. You know, Elon Musk. You know, most people couldn't tell you who runs, you know, Mercedes or Porsche because, and, and they've been around for decades longer. It's that personal brand. So when you're setting up, before you even think about setting up a linked event, being able to go on, I want y'all to be able to take the time, energy, and effort to really be able to develop your personal profile on that platform. I mentioned that I want you to be able to have a company page. Yes, but before that, you have to have your personal I don't want it to read like a resume. This is the biggest problem with everyone on LinkedIn. Like you want a successful event. You want people to be able to show up for you. They're not just going to go in like when we're looking at decisions of how people make it in the consideration phase before they ever make a buying decision. They're researching you. They're finding out who you are, what you stand for and how they, how you actually show up online. And that will determine i don't care how well your messaging is how well your email strategy is how cool your event sounds if you don't show up online well why are they going to show up so take the time to be able to really develop your profile right go through i want to make sure it's not just a resume i want to hear your career journey so you want an event you want to be able to convert well go through professional picture header being able to go through we'll go through rudy to be able when we're actually doing an event on LinkedIn, there's a header image at the top of your personal profile. And then now in the, the about section, well, no, I'm sorry, the info section of your name at the top of LinkedIn, you can actually hit that edit button. It's a little pencil that it's on there. And you can actually drop a hyperlink. So what we do is we use that, that top header as a banner. So whenever we have new events coming up, we don't use this statically as it's just a one banner. We're constantly changing that out for every event. And then using that hyperlink underneath our name to be able to point and draw people into our events as a secondary way of opportunity as we continue to be able to go in. And you can't just do one post, right? So when you're creating that profile, go through, flush it all out. If y'all look me up on LinkedIn, you're not just gonna see CEO of Standard Authority. I wasn't born CEO of Standard Authority, right? I had an entire career journey. I mean, I go back through and people look for commonalities. We're human beings. We want to align and be like, oh my God, you know, Josh is the dad, me too, right? We want to be able to see, oh, like my first job on LinkedIn, it shows that I worked at Chili's as a server. You know when many people reach out and go, oh my God, Josh, you worked at Chili's? Me too. They see alignment. What that does is that takes someone from the door, knocking on your door, trying to get your attention and sell you something, which we all close the door on, to help me and Rudy sitting on the couch, right? Hanging out. And I'm like, Rudy, dude, I, I got this new pin, man. And Rudy, because we had that personal connection, we had that commonality. He'll probably take the pen from me and go, Josh, why are you showing me this pen? Tell me more. And so that's what we want our personal profiles to be able to do. That will help you leverage your event. So go through, fill it all out. If you're involved in charities, if you've got different projects you're working on, take the time, energy, and effort, the about section to really write the story to be able to tell someone who you are, what you stand for, and little bits about you and how you are a human being that relates to them. And then making sure you're putting out content, right? Being able to leverage prior to that event, how many times, like Rudy, my our personal stance at Standard Authority is the 10 20 70 method of content, right? So I'm not sure if you heard of this or not, but 10 20 70 for us is when we're creating content, it's first and foremost 10% of it's personal, right? LinkedIn, yes, it is a business platform, but there's other human beings on there, right? It's not Facebook. So I don't need to know when your kids are going to school or If they're off on summer vacation or whatever it is right now, but I need to know you have them, right? That's what we actually connect. And that's what really takes someone from the door to the couch. At the second time, 20% of your content needs to be around your company, not how you can help someone, but how you have helped someone. So this is y'all's opportunity to really be able to go in and be able to talk about your past events or things that you've done to be able to help someone. Because no one wants to see the guy that I can show you how to make seven figures, or I can help show you how to be able to lose 50 pounds they want to hear the story of how you've helped someone else make seven figures how you helped someone else lose weight right so they can see themselves in their eyes of the story so we need also we only do this 20 percent of the time and this is the biggest mistake i see so many people mess up on linkedin is they're always talking about themselves right we see that guy we see the person at the event all the time we're like oh there's josh lee man that dude never shuts up about linkedin avoid 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 that's everyone on the platform, right? You wanna be stand out? Like only talk about what you've done and how you help people 20% of the time, but that's your time to be able to talk about your events and continue to push people to where you're going. And that 70% add value, educate people. I don't care. I know that you're gonna be running an event, but they can't be you without you. So start sharing, educating people, sharing from the people that there's your speakers at your event and continue to be able to leverage that audience all the way up to the event And I promise you that will not only allow you to be able to get the people that you're inviting on a weekly basis, but a new audience and allow you to be able to show up higher, not only on LinkedIn, but on Google because of the SEO abilities that are on LinkedIn and now more than ever in AI because of the relationship that Microsoft has with OpenAI and they own LinkedIn. So those are some of the secrets, man, that I think that everyone will take away. And I promise you, you will find massive, massive opportunity on the platform that most people are not really leveraging at all right now.
0: That's huge, Joshua. Thank you for sharing this and um, a lot of op- eye-opening uh, comments that I picked up today. Because I, I admit that I'm someone who dismissed the platform uh, for a variety of reasons, and clearly it's an un- it's a it's an opportunity uh, when done correctly, when done properly. So I'm curious um, for our listeners who you know maybe they want to learn how they can do more with LinkedIn um, or learn more about you and what you do. Like, what's the best way for them to? to learn more about you and how they could potentially work with you.
1: All right, this is gonna be a surprise, right? I'm gonna surprise everyone, but find me on LinkedIn. Like, look me up, Joshua B. Lee on LinkedIn. I mean, and and seriously, Rudy, really, like I'm not playing Pokemon on LinkedIn, right? I'm not trying to collect them on. I think this is the biggest problem with everyone on LinkedIn right now. They go, oh, my feed's just spam. I get, I get pitched all the time from everyone on LinkedIn. It's because you just kept on hitting that accept button all the time, or you were just hitting send requests to everybody, right? I don't want to do that. I'm not doing that on LinkedIn, right? So I want to be able to build a relationship, right? Because opportunity starts with a conversation. Conversations turn into relationships. Relationships open up opportunity. So if you're going to reach out, want to connect with me, like connect with me on LinkedIn, but don't send me a blank connection request. Go on there, send me a personalized message, right, and tell me why you love Rudy. Because I love that aspect. Because if you go on there and like, man, I listen to Rudy all the time. I love his podcast because of X, Y, and Z. Now, that only that only gets to let me know who you are, but now I get to be able to build a deeper relationship with Rudy and be able to go back to him and tell him all these amazing stories that y'all share with me.
0: That's a great insight, man. That's a great way to connect and build rapport with people on LinkedIn uh, and other socials and life, right? It's like, how do you add value first, not just uh, spam, <laughs> right? 100%, man. Yeah, yeah that, that's those are huge tips, man. Any uh, final comments for our audience? Um, any final remarks?
1: Biggest thing is, you know, we're we're talking about being able to go through if you're going to be running an event just to be able to monetize. I'm going to tell you right now you're missing the boat right like the way to be able to do it is you want to be able to educate inspire and draw your audience the same thing with your content same thing with your events when you do that. Because if you're going after clients on a one to one basis, I mean I get that events aren't the one to one but you're still going for clients it's exhausting no one wants to be sold when you educate, inspire, and draw them in, they choose to be able to work with you and you build advocates first and allow that byproduct to become clients, your LTV for that opportunity, not only for that event, for future opportunities is extensive. So take that time and remember, be able to connect, be human. Because like y'all, I'm going to tell you right now, it's not a digital revolution right now. With AI and everything going on right now, we are in a human revolution and it's more time for you to be able to stand out than ever before.
0: Amen, man. I couldn't agree more. I was just doing a video on the power of human intelligence and how it's even more important now than ever before. So yeah, I I agree with exactly what you're saying. Thank you, sir, for being a a guest on our show today. And for our audience, uh, check out uh, the links in the description. We have links to his LinkedIn, uh, as well as website and other resources. Joshua, thanks again for being uh, just a great contributor to our show today and uh, wishing you a wonderful day, man. we will see you later. I appreciate it, man. Talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to the High Profit Event Show. If you are a seminar leader or thought leader or event service provider who has led or supported profitable, successful events to over 100 people, and you've been effective at enrollment into your high-end coaching, education, mastermind-type programs, we're looking for guests. Love to have you on the show. You can go to our website, team.com, click on the podcast tab, and submit an application to be on our show. Also, if you found the show to be valuable, share it with someone who you think might benefit from it. Take a moment, please leave a review, and also subscribe if you haven't already. And lastly, if you have an upcoming uh, event, whether it be virtual or in person, and you'd like to have a conversation about how to fill your coaching, education, mastermind programs fast using events, you're welcome to book a complimentary 15-minute consult with either myself or a member of my team on our website virtualeventsalesteam.com. Again, this is Rudy Rodriguez and congratulations on investing the time to listen to this episode. I hope it's been valuable. Have a
1: great day.